Hey everyone, welcome back to Launch Codes Football. My name is Chris. And I'm Chelsea. And today we're on episode 51, talking about the NFL trade deadline. Chelsea, how you feeling today? Well, it was very entertaining to say the least. As a Colts fan, I'm sad to have lost Naheem Hines, but it is what it is. There's lots to talk about, though. I mean, there were 10 trades at the deadline, which I believe might have been the most ever. That's fair. I mean, honestly, it was a crazy trade deadline. Um, meanwhile, I'm not doing great. I had a terrible football weekend. My college team got obliterated. And then, what is it, by Louisville, by like 30 points. It was a terrible day. And then the next day, I was like, oh, maybe there's hope. But I was like, we still probably lose this. And then in fascinating fashion, my team finds a way to blow it. I, I don't know how the Panthers continue to do it, but it it's almost like, I, I don't think that's ever been done before. I've never went from so excited to so angry in a matter of minutes, but that's how I felt. I don't blame you. We lost by point to the Washington Commanders, so I'm in the same boat. Chelsea, I think we just need to realize both of the teams we cheer for are in the worst divisions in their con in their respective conferences. And oh no, there's there's no arguing that. Everyone knows that's the case. It's so sad. I'm just like, man, what is it like to win? Literally, if you threw the Titans in any top heavy division in either league in the NFL, they would be last. True. <laughs> But then, I mean, then you've randomly like, got like, man. <laughs> okay, so then there's my division, right? Mm -hmm. but, where they're like terrible, right? But then the Saints go and shut out the Raiders, like 24 to zero. I'm like, I don't understand what is good and bad. What is happening? But then the what Bucks is even like, good, even? I, I, I don't even know. But anyways, let's get to it. We're going to talk mainly about today's or the other day's trade deadline here, starting with a big name here. So Chelsea, what what do we got first off here? So arguably the biggest name outside of Christian McCaffrey to get traded was Bradley Chubb, edge rusher from the from the Broncos. Dude was a first round pick. Um, to be quite honest, if you look at his stat line, he's kind of underperformed a little bit compared to where he was picked. But that's not to say that he can't be a game wrecker, and that's not to say that he's not an elite pass rusher. The dude is good. He went from the Broncos to the Dolphins, which the Dolphins have have some confidence. I mean, you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta give them props for for having confidence in their team, even with the injuries that Tua's been through, even with how they had to power through what their their fourth string quarterback, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> After everyone got hurt. So their return that um they got so the dolphins sent their 20th pick in this first round of this year's draft a 2024 fourth round pick and running back chase edmonds to the broncos for pass rusher bradley chubb and a 2025 fifth rounder oh yes let me just tie over this trade by just throwing in a fifth rounder in three years that'll do it like, was that really necessary? <laughs> just just no. send Chubb, bro. I mean. <laughs> exactly. They were just like, nah, nah. I mean, this was definitely interesting to me because I feel like the Broncos are trying to build to win, like, maybe not quite this year. Maybe they know they're not quite Super Bowl ready this year, but I feel like, you know, maybe next year. 
I feel like Bradley Chubb is one of those pieces you build off of, but I guess he is kind of hitting the end of his rookie deal. So I felt like maybe they thought, okay, we're going to have to pay this guy and they didn't see it worth it to pay him now. So it's, it's a risk, but I don't know. I feel like Chubb's a, it surprises me because I feel like Chubb's a guy you do, you know, you draft and then you build off of, but I don't know. I mean, I know, like you said, he hasn't had like the top performance this year, but their defense has overall been very good. Like, you know, overall, the Broncos defense plays pretty well. Like they have they have not been the reason they've been losing games. Like it has been the offense. They haven't allowed that many touchdowns. They're playing good defense overall. Like so it kind of surprises me that they're doing that. But I don't know. I guess we'll see if it pays off for them. I mean, to be fair, they did get a pretty good haul for him. They not only got a first, but they got an additional pick and a player. Now, Chase Edmonds is going to be a supplemental player, but with Javante Williams going down this year with a season-ending injury, they needed more bodies in the running back room, especially with how Russell Wilson is struggling this year. They needed to get him more run support, and they went out and they did that. I mean, Edmonds is not an every-down back, right? But he has talent. I mean, you can Mm -hmm. spread him out wide. You can, you know, do reverses and screens and all kinds of stuff with him. I mean, he's speedy, so he has a lot of potential, and I think that he could help Russ out. But, I mean, also, I don't think that trading for Chase Edmonds is going to fix the offense. So that's, that's not what I'm saying. But, I mean, Chubb going to... The Dolphins is a big deal. I mean, the Dolphins have a ton of talent on that roster, and they are competing to win that division. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think any reasonable NFL fan thinks they're going to beat out the Bills because the Bills are Super Bowl contenders this year. I mean, the Chiefs. But, no, the Dolphins are in the Bills division. Yeah. Yes, wait, no, sorry. My bad. Not the Chiefs. Yeah. So, I mean, no one one who is reasonable thinks the Dolphins are going to beat out the Bills to win the AFC North or not the AFC North, the AFC yeah. um, East. Yeah. So n- no one, no one thinks that, you know, they're going to beat them out because the bills are quite honestly unstoppable currently. Yeah, honestly. Except, yeah. So, but if they can beat out the Patriots, which I think they have a fair shot of doing. And I mean, they're going to beat out everyone else in that division. The jets aren't going anywhere. So, I mean, you know, they're, they're fighting for a wild card Mm -hmm. in the playoffs. I mean, I know we're, we're not even to the halfway point of the season technically yet, but you know, they're, they're fighting for a top wild card seed right now because they believe that they can make noise in the playoffs. And what do you need in the playoffs, right? You need to be able to run the ball. You need a good offensive line. Oh, and what else do you need? Pass rush, because literally Mm -hmm. every quarterback in the playoffs can run and you have to contain. And if you can't contain, you have to be fast enough to catch them. So I think that this was a really good trade for the Dolphins. I honestly, I mean, I don't think that they were probably going to find a pass rusher with the same exact value if they stayed at the 20th pick. I mean, Bradley Chubb is probably going to be better than anyone that you take at that pick. Um, So I don't really mind giving up the first and then everything else is really just supplementary. I mean, Mm -hmm. the, the fourth round pick isn't even until 2024. So it's not like it's going to be hurting them next year. So no, I think that this is a, a good trade for the dolphins. I mean, I think they win this. I don't really know what the Broncos are doing. Um, Maybe they just are of the opinion that Chubb is underperformed and they don't want to pay him as much as he's going to ask. Yeah. But I mean, you might as well wait until that moment, right? If you're at least moderately interested in re-signing him, you'd think you'd wait, but maybe they just wanted to get value out of him now because they knew they weren't going to do it. 
So, I mean, if that's their plan, you got to respect that for, you know, taking steps ahead of time and getting something for him. But at the same time, I mean, that weakens the Broncos defense and the Broncos offense is already bad enough. So I personally don't see the Broncos really making any noise the rest of this year, but we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. And hey, credit to the Dolphins. They are the one team to beat the Bills this year. And so, I mean, and they almost blew it, you know, had the butt punt, but. You know, and people forget about that. I mean, that was, them. that was an impressive game. Yeah. So the I, Dolphins have promise. If Tua can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, and if he can perform the way he was before he got that concussion, they're they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I mean, their receivers, but Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill both go off for over 100 yards pretty much every week, a yep. piece. And they, so, say it, and they say Tua has a noodle arm, and then you watch some of those games, you're like, oh. Oh, oh, no, he doesn't because uh, that is that to the definition of a noodle arm, because that, I believe that is not uh, what that means. He threw it 50, 60 yards downfield in the air. All right. Gasp. It's oh, OK. My gosh. So I could do that, too. You know, no I biggie. Know. Noodle arm. Yeah, right. There you go. Not 70 yards. Noodle <laughs> arm. Um, I know another big trade that we had here. Naheem Hines, Colts to Bills. Now, Chelsea, I know this one hits home for you. So, like, how did you feel seeing this? So, there's, like, my heart, right? That's like, no, Naheem Hines, right? And then there's my head. If you look at the Colts team, really, no one should be stealing significant snaps from Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's having a down year because his offense is bad and he's had some injuries. So, he definitely has not been his usual self this season, But even still, people really couldn't steal that many carries from him. That's how good he is. Mm -hmm. Naheem Hines deserves to be played more than five snaps a game. Mm -hmm. He's he's too good. And I mean, you know, Colts fans were told, you know, all during the offseason, oh, we're going to, you know, run Naheem Hines out of the slot. Oh, we're going to do end arounds. Oh, we're going to do screens and blah, blah, blah. And you know what really hasn't happened? Any of that. So while I'm sad that Naheem Hines is gone, I mean, he spent his first five years here. So, you know, he he really grew into the player that he is today with us. Um, so, you know, while I'm sad, I think he is going to absolutely wreck people in Buffalo because he fits their offense. You know, they needed that kind of explosive running back, right? Not necessarily one who, you know, is really, really good between the tackles, but one who's fast, one who's quick, one one who is slippery, and one who can get away people and make explosive plays, and that's Naheem Hines. Mm -hmm. Naheem Hines might not be in every down back. He might not be the biggest, and he might not be the strongest, but I guarantee you he can outrun most of the people on the field if he gets free. And knowing how explosive the Bills' offense is already, I mean... It's kind of scary. And you know what the funniest part was? I was, you know, on the Instagram, you're just looking at all the fan accounts and on Reddit and things like that. And Bill's fans were unhappy about this trade because they wanted Kareem Hunt, Mm. which is Kareem Hunt better than Naheem Hines? Yes. I mean, I don't think anyone's really going to be like, yes, Naheem Hines is better. Like, yes, Kareem Hunt is better. But they are underestimating Naheem Hines. That dude is explosive, Mm -hmm. and he is going to go off in that offense. With Josh running this way, Naheem Hines running that way, it's going to be crazy. I mean, the Colts, honestly, I was kind of disappointed in the return. Um, One of the primary reasons that they traded him is because of Deion Jackson, 
who is out of Duke. I believe he is in his second year now, and he has looked good, like a lot better than anyone expected. Now, Naheem Hines is getting paid almost $4 million this year. Yeah, they paid Naheem Hines to play him all of 10 snaps a game. Five snaps, five runs. So a lot of this really is offloading his contract because if they're not going to use him, And if they're not going to scheme plays for him, which Frank Reich hasn't, you might as well trade him and get something for him if you're not going to use him effectively. So as the return, the Colts got Zach Moss and they got a sixth round pick. I mean, Zach Moss is probably just going to be a practice squad body. He might be a fourth round or or a fourth string or a third string running back on the roster, but I I don't anticipate Zach Moss getting like dozens of snaps per game, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, the sixth round pick is kind of a throw in. Personally, I feel like we could have gotten more from Naheem Hines, but I know that in this league, running backs are not valued unless you're Christian McCaffrey and even Christian McCaffrey, they didn't get a first first round pick for. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, dang, maybe we could get like a fourth or a third or something for Hines. No. No, we couldn't. We literally just traded running backs and got a sixth round pick. Yeah. So it was kind of, you know, a little bit of a disappointing return, but they got his contract off the books and it gives more room for Deion Jackson to run and get snaps who is underrated himself and he's cheaper. So, you know, the Colts are thinking, okay, we have Jonathan Taylor, who's an every down back. We have Deion Jackson who can do a lot of the same things that Naheem Hines can do, maybe not to the same skill set. But, you know, he can do them. So why don't we just pay him less, ship Naheem Mines off, and get something for him, right? And allegedly a report came out that Naheem Hines requested a trade, which, to be quite honest, would not surprise me because he's so talented and he deserved more snaps. But the reality is he wasn't going to get running back snaps here. He just wasn't. With Jonathan Taylor there, he's just not going to get any. And if he does, it's going to be like five. So he deserves to go somewhere where he's going to get, you know, 10, 15, 17 snaps a game because he has the ability to turn a game on its head. That's how good he is. So it'll be interesting to see him with the Bills. I think he is definitely going to be a game record there, and I think it's going to pain a lot of Colts fans. So we now I have someone to cheer for on the Bills. All the Colts fans want Hines to go win a Super Bowl now, and honestly, he might. <laughs> There you go. I feel like there's not much more I can add to that. Chelsea firsthand knows this man, basically. Maybe not personally. We're basically friends. No. (laughs) All right. So next we've got Calvin Ridley, Falcons to Jaguars. This was the most surprising trade. I think I read it and just didn't believe it. Like, I don't know. Like, I was just like, nah, I like thought it was clickbait. No, it was for real. Calvin Ridley is literally gone to Jacksonville he hasn't played a snap this year and still can't play a snap this year but Chelsea what exactly did the Jaguars have to give up to get a talent such as Calvin Ridley so the Falcons sent Calvin Ridley to the Jags for a 2023 fifth round pick and a 2024 fourth round that can upgrade to a third if Ridley reaches certain incentives and could turn into a second if he signs an extension. Okay. So actually, at first I was like, that's a terrible trade. But I guess if he signs that extension, then 
then that is big. So, but let's be honest: rounder. who really signs extensions with the Jaguars? Hey, you know what? They just sign receivers left and right. Name someone. Now. I'm just saying they've been signing. Name someone who signed an extension what is right it? now. Chris, I guess he didn't sign an extension, but they signed a bunch of people just off the street last last offseason. They were just signing everybody. Remember, it was like Christian Kirk was like getting paid a lot of money. Um, he broke the receiver market. I was so mad when that trade happened. He's not even a wide receiver one. Why are you giving him that much money? Look, man, they, I swear they throw it to ETN more. <laughs> ETN is the starter now. They traded James Robinson away. Exactly. Which I, I guess he also got traded. <laughs> yeah, he got traded. So that was the most surprising move. I guess Jacksonville is like, okay, this year we're not great, but next year we can get it together. And but isn't that such can. a Jacksonville move? Of all of the people you could trade for, you trade for someone who can't even play. And I don't know about you, but you know, over the past what three to five years, players that have missed a season due to suspension or drugs or PEDs or sitting out typically don't come back and perform very well. So it would just be very Jaguars of them to trade for him, thinking that he's all that, and then he comes back and he is just mediocre. That would just be so Jaguars. Fair enough. I mean, it is rough to come back after a long break, but I guess we'll see how it goes. I mean, I mean, I think Ridley has wide receiver one potential. He was really good last year before he got suspended. So if he plays to his ability and, you know, shows up on the offense, I think he could be really good. It's just a matter of will he be really good next year because he literally can't do anything this year. I saw a meme online. It was like, imagine being Calvin Ridley, just chilling in your house, enjoying your suspension, and bam, you got to move to Jacksonville. How rude. Hey, at least it's Florida. I mean, I mean, to be fair, he's only in Georgia. So it's only one state away. So, I mean, it's not like he's moving across the country. True. But yeah, that was definitely the most surprising one. But next, we've got one, honestly, that's not surprising to me at all. But Chase Claypool from the Steelers going to the Bears. Bears need offensive help. The Steelers just need Need help. everything. <laughs> um, but Chase Claypool was not it. I don't think his heart was really there anymore. Like, I don't, I, I don't. I don't like to say, oh, he wasn't trying and all of that. I don't really know if it's that, but I just think he wasn't a good fit. After his first year, it really just wasn't going well. And, you know, Steelers receivers, they kind of end up being like, they kind of end up being a lot of drama. Like, they just do. It just keeps happening over and over. So, I mean, I guess Juju wasn't a ton of drama, but it was still like controversy. (laughs) There was some in there. I guess when you compare it to the previous one, Antonio Brown, it was not Oy a lot vey. of drama. So if that's the standard, no one is dramatic. <laughs> um, so honestly, I think this is good for Claypool. He'll go somewhere else. Now, as far as him going to the Bears, I don't know about that being the best, but the Bears have put up slightly better offense of the past few weeks. Justin Fields is looking better, but they still look terrible. Or they still let's don't look just that hope good. that Claypool leaves his TikTok moves, dance moves in in Pittsburgh. Look, I don't know, but I think this was surprising. I mean, honestly, I think this is better for the Steelers and for Chase. I mean, I think he just needed to get away from Pittsburgh. I think he was just kind of like, I think it was good for them to be done. But the Bears, I mean, hopefully this works out. I don't blame them for getting him, but I guess we'll see, you know, how this works. What do you think, Chelsea? So 
you know, there were reports going around that Claypool was on the trade block. So it didn't surprise me that he was traded. And it didn't even necessarily surprise me where he was traded to, right? Because there are certain teams that really need receiver help. Like people knew it was going to be like the Packers or the Bears or, you know, maybe the Cowboys, like someone like that, right? What surprised me the most is what the Bears gave up for him. They gave up a second round pick for him. I feel like that's a lot in this year's draft. They gave up a second rounder. That's all they gave up. I know he's 24 and I know that, you know, he, but he's about to get paid his extension or his rookie contract is about to be up. I mean, I know he's a big body. I know he has great hands. I know that, you know, he's a great off asset to an offense, but a second round pick yikes. If receivers are worth that much, I guess running backs are just worth like one cent. Cause that makes what we got for Naheem Hines just look like a tissue and a penny and a chip. Like, dang, a second round pick is crazy to give up for that. Especially if, say, he goes to Chicago and he doesn't like it and he doesn't want to stay and he doesn't resign. Yeah, like that's you gave, true. You gave up a second round pick for a rental, basically, for a team that's not going anywhere. Like, yeah, here's to definitely. hoping he wants to stay. Reminds me of baseball. People will trade players to get rentals to go win the World Series, except the Bears aren't winning a World Series, nor a Super Bowl, nor a division championship. So here's to hoping he wants to sign again with them. Otherwise, that will be a very bad trade in the long run. Yeah, I agree. I mean, a second rounder for a guy that hasn't really played that well and, I mean, could leave, like you said, or just could be like, I'm out, but. I mean, I guess, I guess that's the risk you got to take, but the bear, cause the bears need help on offense desperately. I mean, yeah. really bad. Cause I mean, he would have to be extended after this year. And if he refuses to sign an extension, I mean, what are you going to do? Trade him again? I just, <laughs> let's just hope he just really likes Chicago because that would truly just be a bears thing that would happen to them. If he was like, True. actually, Bye. <laughs> and speaking of a Bears thing, they also were involved in another trade. Roquan Smith going from the Bears to the Ravens. I feel like Roquan's been there quite a while. Maybe him wanting a, a change of scenery, also going to a better team. I feel like this. Um, let's see. What did what did the Ravens have to give up, Chelsea? So for this one, let me get this one pulled up. I don't have that one currently. Give me a second and I'll get it pulled up. You're fine. Yeah. So. I mean, Roquan Smith is a big star on the defensive line for the Bears. And I think that, honestly, like, he's been playing for them for so long. I mean, you saw his teammates' reaction. They were straight crying, like, with the fact of Roquan leaving. They just, they love that guy there. And honestly, like, props to him. Like, he seemed to really make an impact there. But it seems to me like he's going somewhere where, I mean, the Ravens, they need help. They need help in a lot of areas to really get themselves over the top. And I think defense is an area that could really help them out. So I think it makes sense for Roquan to go over to the Ravens, going to a team that has a chance, you know? Um, so I I think that, I think this move made sense. But were you able to get that pulled up, Chelsea? Yeah, so per Adam Schefter, uh, Roquan Smith was sent to the Ravens for a second and a fifth round pick in 2023. And also as part of the trade, the Ravens sent linebacker AJ Klein to Chicago, 
Additionally, the Bears are picking up $4.833 million of Smith's $5.408 million the rest of the season. So they got a lower tier, you know, linebacker replacement for sending him. They got second and fifth round picks. So honestly, they got a pretty good haul for him. I mean, really elite linebackers are hard to find in this league and they deserved to get the haul that they did for him. Yeah. Now, you know, having to pay out his money, you know, that's just part of it. Yep, but it getting us getting a second rounder this year that you can take someone this season that that's big. I mean, they can take, you know, some offensive help, some some D-line help cuz they traded away Robert Quinn too. So they're going to need to replace these veterans. So I believe they have two second rounders now, if I'm not mistaken. So I feel like they got a pretty good haul. I mean, I feel like it was inevitable that Roquan Smith was going to get traded. Um, He had wanted to leave. He tried to hold out and didn't end up. But pretty much everyone knew that the chance of him staying was pretty slim. Mm -hmm. So you know, that didn't surprise me. I think it was a great pickup for the Ravens. I mean, think about the Ravens and their history of linebackers. I mean, they're like linebacker city over there. Mm-hmm. So good pickup for them. Um, good return for the Bears. I feel like all around, you know, it was it was pretty solid. It's always tough to lose a contributor like Smith, especially if you're the Bears with the amount of tackles he gets and the impact he makes on defense. But, you know, when you're in a rebuild, you don't really have a choice. So you're just trying to compile as much money and as much draft capital as you have. I believe the Bears have, what, close to a million dollars to spend in free agency this upcoming season. So it'll be an interesting offseason for Bears fans. There's no doubt about that. I agree. So the next shocking move, in my opinion, that was just like, what the heck? Was the Lions trading to the Vikings, TJ Hawkinson? Like, he is a really good tight end, one of the top in this league, and the Lions trade him to their division rival. Like, that doesn't make much sense to me. I feel like if I was, you know, trading, I would not want to trade. I'd be hesitant to even trade in the NFC or the AFC, depending where I'm at, but trading to your own division rival, I mean, that that's kind of rare, especially such a good piece where you know you're going to be seeing him a lot. So I don't know. This was this was certainly a move, and the Vikings are already stacked. I mean, they're good. They're six and one. They're they're playing really well. I mean, I feel like they're quietly winning. I don't know. That's kind of crazy, huh? But for I feel real, like that happens to them every year. For real, it's crazy. So I don't know, Chelsea. What do you think of Hawkinson being traded? Honestly, I think of all of the notifications that I got on trade deadline day, that this one was the most shocking. First of all, they traded within their own division. That that rarely happens, especially for a player of Hawkinson's caliber. So mm-hmm. the Vikings sent 2023 second and 2024 third round picks to the Lions for Hawkinson, a 2023 fourth round pick and a 2024 fourth round pick that becomes a fifth if the Vikings win a playoff game. So some exchanging of draft picks. Um, the 2023 second was a good a good pick um, to get for the Lions. And, you know, the ones in 2024 and the fourth round in 2023, you know, all the draft picks are going to make a difference. But I just, <laughs> like, Irv Smith is hurt. He's their starting tight end in Minnesota. But I don't think anyone expected them to be like, oh, 
Irv Smith is, is hurt. Who should we go trade for? Hmm. How about a second round tight end on a team? No, let's trade for TJ Hawkinson. I don't think anyone expected that. So that was probably the most shocking trade to me. I mean, I think the dude is going to pop off on the Vikings. I mean, you know, he's going to get targets because people are so concerned with Jefferson. So, you know, he's going to be a big red zone threat. I mean, dude's like an automatic ad in fantasy now. If for some reason he's not rostered. Um, Great trade for the Vikings. Not a fan of it for the lions not really sure yeah. what's going on he's young he's talented he fit on the team he was a, a popular guy i mean if you're a lions fan you have to be hurting right now <laughs> i agree this one hurts but i guess they're like look we're tanking again again so i guess we'll see where they go but the next one we got here i mean this one we already talked about so we don't have to spend a ton of time on christian mccaffrey Panthers to 49ers, looking like it's a good deal so far. McCaffrey has really just kind of, I mean, he's popped off. I mean, his last game, he had the triple crown. That hasn't been done since 2005. Like, and that was against... Tomlinson. Exactly. And that was against a team that people thought, you know, oh, they got Aaron Donald. They got Jalen Ramsey. Remember, like, that had to have felt so good for McCaffrey. Let's talk about that because he played the Rams twice in three weeks. And the first time was with the Panthers, and there was that viral clip of Jalen Ramsey, like, trucking Christian McCaffrey. Everyone's like, ha-ha, surprised he didn't get injured on that play. Ha-ha, ha-ha. You know, this game had to feel good for McCaffrey. He goes back in that SoFi Stadium. Has a lot more fans at the game, and let's be real, it was mostly 49er fans. Um, Even... um, even George Kittle at the end was just like, ah, oh, yeah, we love Levi Stadium South. I mean, SoFi, because he's just like, this is a home game for us. And I'm just like, I mean, McCaffrey throwing the touchdown, catching one, running for one. I'm just like, you know, that had to have felt good to just tear up the defense for the Rams after getting obliterated two weeks ago with what felt like no hope for the team. Can we know. talk about the spiral that bro has? Dude, that looked better what? than Garoppolo, I swear. I was like, that that throws literally better than Garoppolo. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Who knew? That was a dime. I know. And like, no one saw it coming. I was like, what the heck? I was like, why is he running to the side? Oh. That was nice. I don't Dude, know. Dude, every touchdown he scored, I jumped up and down. I'm not even ashamed. That You know, that's his second a passing touchdown of his career. That doesn't surprise me. I can't recall when the first one was, though. The the first one was when he was on the Panthers. They were playing the Saints in a Monday night game. Our offense was dead because that was the year Cam's arm died in the middle of the season to TJ Watt. Um, so they faked a run on fourth down to him, and he just threw it to a tight end. Now, it didn't look that good. Like, I'm not saying it looked bad. It was perfect because it worked, but... Like, this was a dot, and this was not like, oh, one of those, like, small passes for, like, five yards. Let it... No, this thing was like a 30-yard pass, I swear. I was like, Ayuk had to have been like, dang, wait, he can throw that? <laughs> and he's no, been the, on the team, the... what, less than two weeks? Yeah, the pass was impressive. Not to say that his other touchdowns weren't, because they all were, and the dude is just elite. But, dang, that was a nice spiral. I can't get over it. You know, any 49er haters of the trade to McCaffrey had to watch that game and be like, okay, so was it so bad? Like, was it? Because, you know. Okay, I may be backtracking on what I said now that I think about it. You know, they, you cannot have watched that game and been like, 
felt no hype if you were a 49ers fan, right? Like, even if you hated the trade for McCaffrey because you thought that he's injury prone and all that, which, by the way, I want to argue this. I think, yes, he has been injury prone in the past couple of years. We're not denying that. But two things. One, the seasons were basically over um, near the end. So the Panthers said, we're keeping him out, which probably would have just, you know, kept him, which probably kept him healthy. So, you know, honestly, like, yes, injury prone, but he's actually in some ways had like two years of basically like good rest. So that's true. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it of what we're going to cover today. So Chelsea, do you want to go ahead and lead us out of here? Of course. Thanks for listening, guys. Tune back in next week for more content. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at LaunchCodesFB and on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at LaunchCodesFootball. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Chris. And we will see you next week. See ya. Later.